Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Fessionals Football Podcast, part of the Sports Pros Network, where we're always talking sports, so let's start the conversation. It is draft night, and I'm joined in studio by the man, the myth, the legend that is Butterball. Butterball, how you doing this afternoon, bud? I'm great, man. It's great to see your smiling face. Great to have you back in studio. We are also joined... Uh, by a friend and a uh, partner of the Sports Pros Network, Mr. Barrett Hartman. We just finished recording the soccer pod. Barrett's going to hang out for a couple uh, minutes and uh, and watch a little NFL draft with us as well, right, Barrett? Yeah, maybe you guys will teach me something about this kind of football. Absolutely. Uh, don't don't let him sell you short, people. He knows plenty about this type of football as well, uh, arguably even more than he knows about the football across the pond. So uh, it's draft night, right? So the draft is just kicked off, boys. So we're sitting here watching it here in the big screen, on the big screen, I should say, on this in the studio uh, about. About four minutes to go on the clock for the Jaguars right now. Probably a not, not a lot of uh, drama associated with the first pick, right, Butter? Oh, you obviously got to take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we know who's going to be going number one here. I think you had like minus ten thousand odds or yeah. something stupid like that. I almost put ten thousand bucks on it just to say I could win a dollar, right? Because you know it's it's <laughs> it's a lock, right? So. Yeah, yeah, it's a lock. They're they're going to take the time and just make sure nobody offers them. I don't know twenty seven future first round picks or something. But yeah, it's 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 Trevor to the Jags. Yeah, I agree. But to, you know the man that talked me out of placing ten thousand or more on Trevor Lawrence because it was kind of a stupid bet from an odd standpoint is our man Chad Ford. So I, I'm going to cut dial up Chad right now. He's going to be calling in. He's going to talk a little draft with us here in this first segment, but there's also a little horse race uh, this weekend, Butter. You you know which one it is? The Kentucky Derby. Absolutely. So Chad is obviously a big fan of the ponies and uh, had to get his thoughts on the Kentucky Derby as well. And so let's uh, let's bring in our man Chad Ford now. Chad Ford, my friend, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Joining remotely on this pod I'm excited about. Absolutely, my friend. Obviously joined by Butterball here and in, in our man Barrett. Uh, we're, it's it's draft night, Chad, so uh, probably not a ton of drama on the first pick of the NFL draft. You you were so kind last week to talk me out of placing you know some sort of stupid large amount of money on Trevor Lawrence because the odds were so, so bad here, but uh, probably going to be Trevor Lawrence here in a moment, right? Oh, yeah. It, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, and the only thing that you know could stop that train is if Aaron Rodgers wanted to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I don't even know if that's enough to, you know, get him off Trevor Lawrence at this point. But yeah. uh, it, it's going to be intriguing. But I, I think Trevor's the number one going here in a couple seconds. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers dropping a bomb on the Packers about three hours before before the draft began. So uh, yeah, dis- disgruntled quarterback is never a good thing, right? No, it's not. And you know, you're starting to read reports out that this has been going on for like a couple months that Rodgers has been requesting a trade and um, the 40 or the, the Packers have basically refused and called his bluff. So apparently, it, you know, Rodgers has put out there that there are three teams I want to go to make a deal. And it was the 49ers, the Raiders and the Broncos. So, you know, two of them hold obviously, you know, top 10 picks. So there could be some fireworks here. Yeah, and Chad, the thing I love about this is the irony of the situation, right? Uh, he, right. He's disgruntled because they draft Jordan Love, yet, oh, I don't know, what was it 10, 12 years ago, you know, they've got Brett Favre behind center, and they draft Aaron Rodgers as his heir apparent. Absolutely. It's, it's extremely strange, and it's almost kind of petty, right? But yeah. at the same time, I think, you know, it's, it's one of those, it's, it's in Aaron Rodgers' playbook, like we were talking about uh, today, I was talking about it with Scotty G, and he was sitting there saying, like, look, the Packers have screwed Aaron Rodgers on every draft. Why wouldn't Aaron Rodgers return the favor three or four hours before the draft? Like, that, it's just a perfect chess move. 
um, on this thing. And if he really does want out, like, look, players today hold all the power. It's true. Real housewives of Green Bay type stuff here, Chad. So it's it's next level stuff. I love it. I love the the pettiness, the cattiness of it. Uh, Going to be good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. And they're obviously <laughs> not showing him enough love. <laughs> <laughs> they, they showed him too much. Oh, that's, a, that's why butter, Butterball's the best in the business right there, ladies and gentlemen. So. <laughs> well, well, Chad, you know, obviously, again, not a lot of drama about the number one overall pick. I think the pick is actually just in now, so we can confirm, just, just uh, yeah, it can confirm. Yeah, that it, that it is Trevor Lawrence. So no shocker there, bud. But, you know, kind of going down the board here, maybe, uh, you know, I, I know that you're a man who likes to uh, throw a couple shekels on a prop bet here and there, bud. So any, any prop bets for the NFL draft kind of stand out to you uh, for maybe picks two through ten, whatever, whatever it may be? Be, yeah, there were a couple I put down. Um, my biggest one that I found great value on, and there's even more value out there right now, I think it's going at about four to one, but it is Jamar Chase. Uh, it's, it's Jamar Chase being drafted before Kyle Pitts. And Vegas has Kyle Pitts as like a minus 600 favorite to where Jamar Chase is like four to one at plus 400. I like that because I, I just it's going to take a lot for someone to take a tight end in the top five. And I see Jamar Chase possibly going at five or even six um, at that point. So I, I think it's going to be tough. So I took Jamar Chase on that end. Um, one I did like was over and at, over um, on Alabama players taken in the first round. And it was five and a half. And I think they're going to get six or seven. Um, so I liked that one, even though it wasn't the best odds in the world. But I did like it, went ahead and put a couple shekels on it. And I think the last one I had was um, it was Devontae Smith being drafted ahead of Jalen Watt. And it was about a two to one. You had Devontae Smith that was, you know, Heisman Trophy winner. At their, he's actually healthy, uh, but he is a two to one dog on being drafted over Jalen Waddle. And I think, you know, a team could fall in love with, uh, you, you know, Devontae Smith and you could make a little bit of money. But, those are the ones I saw in about the top 10 that intrigued me. And so, you know, that was, that's where I went. Yeah, I love that. And a lot of a lot of talk, a lot of discussion about Devontae Smith leading up to the draft, right? His official weigh-in, right? It's 166 pounds or something like that. So, but you know, yep. a, a lot of it's it's been made a, a lot of his size uh, over the last few years, anyways. And you know, didn't didn't seem to stop him in Alabama. Obviously, a different game at the NFL, but uh, it just made me harken back to the days that uh, I weighed 166 pounds, Chad. I think it was probably about seventh grade if I had to guess the last time I was checking in at yeah, 166. About beers ago or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, if that, uh, yeah, yeah. Who knows? At this point, I've lost count. But, uh, you know, staying in line with picks, bets, Chad, you know, obviously one of the biggest betting weekends of the year. I know for you personally, you absolutely love the ponies, my friend. So we had to get you on here. I appreciate you uh, sparing a few minutes with us here on draft night, bud. But got to talk Kentucky Derby with you, my uh, with you, my friend. So post came out this week. We got 20 horses in the race, uh, full full stack, right? So as what we're accustomed to in the Derby, but uh, had to talk a little bit about the, uh, the run for the roses on Saturday afternoon, my friend. So looking forward to that. But initial thoughts on the Derby, bud. Man, the initial thoughts, uh, two of the favorites are in bad post. When you start talking about uh, essential quality um, and, uh, oh, God, what's the uh, the guy in the first the first no, slot? Known agenda, yeah. Known agenda, that's it. Um, I think they drew terrible spots being basically in the, I think, the 16 and the 1 and just or 16 or 14, one of those, and the 1. I think there were just terrible spots for them. And if you know anything about essential quality, like the trainer – He's trainer of the year. 
he grew up literally like half a mile from Churchill down. So this is big, big pressure for this man, Brad Cox. And I don't think they live up to it. I, I just personally don't. Um, if you're asking me what horses I do like, I do like favorites. It's not like I'm sitting here giving you a 50 to one shot, uh, but I'm really high on highly motivated. It's the 17 slot. Um, you know, he, he's, he's dueled essential quality and just ran out of track. And now you've got a bigger track that I think he's going to track him down. I also like hot rod Charlie in the nine slot and rock your world in the 15. I do think it's going to be someone on the outside at the end sprinting to it. And that's why I like the outside slots, the 15, the 17. Um, but we'll see, you know, those are, those are the three horses I like right now. I am fading, like I said, no agenda and essential quality, but that's how I see this. I see it coming down. And if you're asking me for the trifecta, I'm going 15, nine, seven. No, absolutely, Chad. And you mentioned it, you know, uh, a known agenda uh, seems to be a quality horse, right? So just won the Florida Derby, I think, uh, what, a couple weeks ago. Great but yeah, that, that that tough draw in the one slot, especially in the Derby of all races, right? Whenever it's such a well, stacked, stacked it, uh, field. Yeah. It is. And you talk about, you know, known agenda. He's, he's known for basically stalking the lead and coming through on the outside. That's not going to happen in a one slot. You've got 20 horses every. Like, this is the first time these horses have lined up with 20 across. You know, usually they're running in races anywhere from 8 to about 12 horses, but now you got 20 across there. I think it's going to get, you know, jumbled and whatnot. That's why long shots always come out from nowhere to win the Derby. It's not always the best horse. It's just you got to have position. you got to have some luck in your, on your side. So um, I just – I'm fading it, man. So are, are they going to have, like, uh, full access? Like, the, are the stands going to be full uh, for the Kentucky I don't Derby? Know. The or, stand, I mean, or is it yeah, going to be partial? Yeah, the stands will be full. I think, I think the, uh, you know, they're going to have some stands, um, but it's not going to be full. You're not going to see the, you know, jumping over porta potties like you normally see at this place. <laughs> I, Back I in the good old days, right, Chad? <laughs> Fuck, you get to the pisser. <laughs> right. And if, I, if I'm a betting man, you know what I'm saying that they're going to do is, I think they're going to go full capacity for the suites, and I think they'll go about half in the grandstand. So yeah, 50% capacity in the grandstand. they got to make their money somehow. So I, I feel like the suites are an easy um, – they'll sell those out for 100000 a pop as it is, and then the grandstand just come on, you know, public admission. We're, we're accepting 10,000 fans or something. Yeah, the, the number I saw, Chad, was around 40,000 people total, right? Across the board is what they're expecting, whether that's a combination of seat stands, you know, people down on the uh, inside, you know, whatever it may be. I think 40,000 was the number, in which it's obviously a big space, right? So it's a spread out. And so, you know, 40,000 won't look like a ton uh, whenever, which there's usually, what, 150,000 people there in normal times, right? It's like NASCAR event. I mean, it, it really is. It's just not 360 degrees on the stands. You know, you have about half of it what you got in NASCAR. So yeah, they can get a hundred, 150,000 in there easily. Okay, Chad. Well, I want to throw out a couple of picks for you. I like Rock Your World in the 15 spot as well yeah. out there wide. So I like that horse. You know, a horse that, that I've been doing a little research on and, you know, kind of closer to the middle of the pack here, but a Mandaloon at 15 to 1, the yeah. number 7 horse. So I, I, I think I may throw a couple shekels on that horse as well, bud. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. There's two horses I did. There's two horses named after alcohol. Um, if you look in there, there's a, a Midnight Bourbon, yep, which I, I like. I like that one. 20 to 1 odds right now, yep. Yep, yep. And then Bubonic, obviously, or Bourbononic, Bourbonic, or however you pronounce it. But it, yeah, I think he's in the 20 slot. I think he's Todd Fletcher, so, and he's 50 to 1 or so, 40 to 1. Todd Fletcher's been here before. He's done it before. I think I think mine that bird was Todd Fletcher at 50 to 1. So, you know, don't 
you know, don't uh, write them off. You know, it is the Derby. Stuff's going to happen, but, um, you know, it, things can happen. So look at those, but I, I love it. I love it. Yep, good stuff there. So, and great insight from you, Chad, again. So, maybe if you're going to throw a couple shekels out there on some ponies, hedge towards the outside post, right? So, you like a horse coming from the outside, you know, maybe essential quality, rockier world, highly motivated, someone out there in the uh, you know, 13 through on post, right? Absolutely. I, I, I particularly like 16 through 20 on the slot, but I anything from, like you said, 12 on is usually a good horse. Great stuff, Chad. Well, I know where I'm going to be Saturday afternoon watching the Kentucky Derby, but I assume that you might be there as well, my friend. But uh, we'll be posted up at Chalk. They might have a little food. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Be, be posting up uh, there at Chalk to watch all the action unfold. So uh, looking forward to, uh, to seeing you this weekend, my friend. And uh, I think looking forward, might be playing a little golf with you tomorrow too. I'm not sure. So uh, uh, it's going to be an action-packed weekend. But looking forward to watching it all unfold. And uh, appreciate you sharing a, a few minutes with us, bud, here on a Thursday night. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys, too, and enjoy the draft tonight. All right. Take care, Chad. We'll talk to you See soon, you, bud. See ya. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Chad Ford, uh, one of the best in the business. Absolutely love that guy. So, uh, you know, he likes the ponies out on the, uh, the out on the edge, man. So, I like that. So, again, always great insight. He, he always – looks at the the betting angles from a different angle i would say so uh, good insight there from our man 2g chad ford uh and he does incredibly well betting on the ponies even out at remington park here locally as well so he's uh, uh he's got got it dialed in my my theory always used to be and we got to borrow this from our man brady miller right was you bet on the horse that just took the biggest dump right before the race <laughs> uh race start. i think chad's a little more scientific about it uh, than, than what we are so i i think the uh the weight ratio between the dump and the animal uh, is a little bit uh, more significant in dog racing. Uh, and I think, that, I think that is pretty legit for dog racing. Yeah, yeah the Greyhounds, it uh, probably makes up a big difference there. So, yeah, good, good point there. So, uh, second pick is in. Again, no surprise, right? We're going chalk thus far, which, is, again, uh, no, no surprise there. But to Zach Wilson, BYU, goes to the New York Jets at number two. And now it gets interesting, boys. The 49ers sitting there at number three. Obviously, the expectation is that they're going to take a quarterback. Uh, but which quarterback? Butter, I'll, I'll start with you, my friend. Again, first and foremost, again, so happy to see you. So happy to have you back in studio. We've taken a few weeks off uh, kind of leading up to the draft. We've been working on some off-season content as well on college football, too, uh, that we anticipate launching here a little bit later on in the spring. But uh, who do you like for the 49ers at number three, bud? Well, I'm making a prediction. I'm going to predict that they're going to trade this pick to the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are going to draft Fields and then the 49ers are going to draft Jones. Yeah, so just a little flip-flop there. Yes. Three versus four, right? Okay, interesting, interesting. So, I like it, I like it. Now, Barrett, you are, I, I guess, a self-hating Detroit Lions fan, right? So, I mean, it, it's, yeah. been, it's been a, been a long, <laughs> long, long fandom uh, for the Detroit Lions, right? So, they, they draft a little bit later on, right? So, I think they have the uh, seventh overall pick, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, that's about seventh right, or eighth. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you think the, uh, the Lions need, and uh, maybe what do you see them doing, right? So, they obviously had the big, act, uh, big move in the offseason, right? Yep. Traded Matthew Stafford, uh, got uh, Jared Goff from the Rams in Pl- return. And a bunch plus of some picks, picks yeah. Plus, which, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so surprising, uh, I mean, look, you look at the two players being exchanged there, and – you know, honestly, I would have just envisioned the picks going the other way. Uh, you know, you got Stafford, you know, one of the elder statesmen at this point as far as the quarterbacks in the league. Plus, he's on a massive contract. And then you trade him for Goff, you know. Okay, you know, he's still young. He's got potential. He could still bust. 
but uh, you know, you're unloading one of those albatross contracts to, to really help you move forward. So I, I was surprised the picks went the direction they did. Yeah. Uh, so your expectation, um, Barrett, for Detroit this year is that they're probably going to suck, right? Well, that's my expectation every year, Keith. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. But, you know, hopefully with the picks, you can see some moves maybe trying to building towards the future, right? And obviously that starts tonight, right? Yeah. Um, well, uh, that's, you the hope ho- it does. that's the hope, right? Um, you know, look, you, you look what's there. They, they traded for Goff, right? So you got to think they're not in the market for a quarterback. Um, you want to give this guy some weapons. There's a ton of elite receivers there. Now, every time I think about the Lions drafting a receiver in the first round, I cringe. Johnson, yeah. I, I, I cringe and think back to the days when they took. They had a run there where they drafted a receiver. Yeah, like, yeah. Rogers out of Michigan Four State. Four years in a row. Or uh, they had right? a guy out of Texas. Um, uh, they had a guy out of USC, I think. Three years in a row, and they all busted. Um, yeah, I mean, Butterball, you mentioned Megatron, obviously a big hit. That one worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. one was okay. Um, but I, I cringe, but but I. Honestly, I, I, I think they need a weapon uh, for Jared Goff if they're going to give him a chance to succeed. Yeah, I think the consensus, you know, the needs for the Lions, obviously wide receiver starting there, uh, maybe on defense after that, linebacker and secondary, I think, are probably the, the keys uh, after that, Butter. But uh, your thoughts, Bud? Man, I mean, I think uh, adding Goff to the Lions, I mean, I think that's a really, really, really great pickup for them. I mean, they, they lose Stafford, but, I mean, you know, Stafford, I mean, he's getting older. I mean, cannot take the – the same hits that he could take whenever he was younger. You get kind of uh, Goff, who actually kind of maybe took a step back last year. Uh, I mean, but, I mean, he's a guy that um, led his team deep in the playoffs and actually led them uh, led them to the championship or the Super Bowl, I think, uh, two years yeah, ago. Com- yeah, com- conference championship, ago. I think. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with Goff, I mean, he's still young. I mean, you put guys around him, I mean, they can actually be successful. Yeah. But like you said, I mean, they got to have um, – some sort of go-to receiver. I mean, and honestly, I mean, there's a lot of good wide receivers in this draft. So I mean, hopefully, um, they'll 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 get one. Yeah, I mean, you got the the duo at Alabama, right? Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. You've got Jamar Chase. Um, you know, and I'm drawing blanks from here on just because I haven't uh, spent much time studying for the draft because, well, let's face it, I've always been a Lions fan, and it's pretty depressing. <laughs> it doesn't but, matter who we pick. <laughs> but, but I think DeAndre Swift will be a stud there. I mean, I yeah, think that's yeah. a that, that was a super, super uh, good draft pick for them. Yeah, no, going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds. And, again, the pick is in for San Francisco here at number three, and so we're just I'm, kind of waiting for that to get announced. I'm, I'm calling Trey Lance. I think Trey that's where Lance, they're going. I think Trey Lance as well. So I think you don't make that move up uh, without drafting a quarterback that has a chance to be transformational. right? I, I like Mac Jones. I think he's going to be a solid quarterback at the next level, uh, but I don't think he gives you a ton more than what uh, Garoppolo yeah. does. And so I think uh, either Lance uh, or uh, – uh, 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 the kid from Ohio State, his name uh, is Fields. Yeah, yeah. Fields. I don't know. His name has been said a million times over the last month. So. I, I think Fields is the right pick here, but I think they're taking Lance. Yeah, okay. But uh, interesting to see how all that unfolds. And so we'll be keeping up with the draft all night long, right? We're going to be checking in uh, uh, segments every, every 15, 20, 30 minutes or so as we kind of come in and out. But, uh, yeah, top three picks uh, coming in uh, off the board here. So, but, uh, um, you know, Butter, I, I want to say, you know, you got a new haircut, bud. So, I mean, I know that the podcast is a audio medium, my friend, but uh, you're, you're looking high and tight, looking good, my friend. So, I, I like like the new like the new uh, do, bud. 
Just got it cut about three weeks ago, so it's actually longer than what well, I mean. I, had, I hadn't seen you in a while, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's be fair. It doesn't take a lot to impress Keith and I on the hair front. Uh, we, we, we struggle. Follically challenged uh, men that uh, that Barrett and I are. So we're, uh, we're just jealous of you, bud. Uh, Trey Lance is the pick. North Dakota State. So, all right. Congratulations to that young man. So uh, excited to see uh, what he's going to do. And again, you, you assume that it was going to be him or Fields, right? So I know there was a lot, a lot of buzz, a lot of smoke screens out there about Mac Jones. But uh, again, I think a guy that's going to get drafted here in the first round a little bit later on tonight, uh, but just not a guy. I don't think you give up that much uh, uh, to, to kind of move up no, if you're it, a 49ers. Uh, it's franchise. definitely going to be quarter, quarterback heavy first round. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. Well, guys, why don't we take a break here? Segment one. Again, big kudos, big thanks to our man Chad Ford calling in, talking about some draft picks, and also talking about some Kentucky Derby picks on Saturday as well. So appreciate his time. And uh, we'll wrap it up for segment one here, live from the HQ, the studio, watching the NFL draft unfold here on Thursday night. April 29th.